1: have found ways to bring hope, healing, and freedom into places where trauma has impacted them. I'm Ali, author of The Art of Healing Trauma, and I'm here to remind you that life is sweet. Now, let's dive in and find ways to create our joy. Hi, this is Ali, and this is Find Your Joy, and I'm very happy to say that today is part two with the fabulous, the amazing, the... Uh, love bomb which is Cherie Burgess, uh intuitive healer extraordinaire. Hello,
0: Cherie. Hello, Allie. So nice to be back. And Very nice. Thank you so much for your kind introduction.
1: Ah, uh, well, you know, you're a person who I have a, a lot of love and and um a lot of his a lot of history with um and and it's and it's really nice to have somebody here that I have a lot of history with I mean I love meeting new people and I love all of that too but when I have someone that I have a long history with who I've watched grow and change and learn and um evolve there's a there's a special way that that works for me because I I guess it's well first of all it's well, it's not like I made you in the back on a kit that I'm proud of you that way, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm proud to call you my friend. I'm, I'm, it's, it's been really quite a blessing just to watch as you've grown and grown and grown, and 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 it had so many things um, that could have taken you out over the years, right? There's been a lot of. You're a person who's who's. Um, it, Intimately known pain and intimately known grief and intimately known what it's like to watch your family suffer. And through all that, I have witnessed as you have chosen to, instead of have that take you out, you have found ways to incorporate love. I I would say that that's basically you're a love bomb, and I, and I think that's how, that that's how I see how your healing works. Like you've studied different modalities. You've studied many things. and it always comes from a place of love with you. and I, and i've I've seen how it is with me, but I've seen how you've um, conducted yourself with absolute strangers. And because it comes from a place of love, how can anything but something beautiful and healing fall from that?
0: So. Yeah, that, that's that's very true. And um, thank you for for saying that. Yeah, I I try very hard to have a non-judgmental space to uh, to create a safe place for people, um, because they do have questions and they do have worries and they and they they want to heal and some places that we heal from are kind of ugly places and they're mm. scary places and they're places that y- you're not proud of um, and we've all gone through that so to have a safe capsule to be in while you are holding space for someone to heal because i don't do the healing they heal themselves all i am is like a facilitator um and i may ask some questions that that you know allow them to explore where they would like to go and what they would like to do because it is about my client. It's not about me and what I, well, you should do this because I said so (laughs) that that for, that for me, isn't how it works. It's where I meet you, wherever you are. And if it gets a little messy, well, it gets a little messy. It's okay. The fact that you don't want to be there anymore is the thing that we need to focus on. And how do we get you to where you want to be?
1: Yeah. That's really beautiful, you know. And I, I here I am. Yeah, you're talking, and all I can think of is I didn't think I could love you any more than I already do. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am. But, but, but that's true. I love that when you say that. When people come to us, they often they come, and they're not. I love that. They often will come in shame, or yes. in that pain, and they or embarrassment or whatever it is that they're even in this situation to begin with. And it's true, just you create this little space that they feel free to share whatever it is they need to share, but more importantly, to receive what they need to receive.
0: Yes, and you're very right. They do come expecting to be judged. Yeah. Um, because we judge ourselves really harshly. So even if they don't think when they're embarrassed, they um, they sort of project that you're going to be embarrassed for them, or you're going to judge them, or you're going to think they're not worthy, or or, or whatever it is. Right. Um, because we all have those stories in our heads of like, you know, I'm not a I'm not a good person, or I sh- I, I yelled at somebody, or you know, uh, things like that, and and that's just part of being human is being human is messy so we say things off the top of our heads sometimes when we're angry or we you know say something unkind when we're maybe not in in a good mood um and and our healing is very it can be very profound especially when it comes from a place of um I don't want to be like this anymore I would like to try Mm. something different, right? Yes, yes. I just
1: can't be like this anymore. That's that's the most, it's painful. And it's it's such a sacred, a beautifully sacred space to be in. It doesn't always feel like it when you're there, of course. But it's a beautifully sacred place to be where you're just, I can't. I just can't be like this one more moment and breathe.
0: Yeah. And that's sometimes what it takes is to be in so much pain that we can't stay where we are and we have to do um, no things. Um, and that we have to do something different because we just can't suffer yes. anymore Yeah. that. Um, And, you know, it's when people come for help, they're in they're in a very vulnerable state. They're vulnerable and they're raw and they're open and they're bleeding sometimes. And they just they just need someone to hold space for them and to to help them. And, Mm. you know, and as healers, that's what we do. We're all just walking each other home um, the best way that we know how and we're all the same. I mean, I might be three steps ahead of you on the path, or you might be 10 steps ahead of me, or there could be six people behind. You shine your light to guide those coming behind you as you hope that those in front of you are shining their light bright enough so that you can stumble along the path to, to your healing as well. Right, right. Um, and it is it's it's a very beautiful, um, vulnerable, um, humbling place to be able to assist another, a fellow traveler uh, along the path.
1: Right, and I I, I love that. And you know, um, on, on part one of this, we talked about you know Reiki and and uh, angel card reading and and uh, energy work and energy healing and and all of that and then then you i was going to say you moved on to but, it, but that would not be the correct way to say that you incorporated or evolved into some other things that you did and bef- and before we even start talking about the Akashic records and and galvanic activating i'm going to uh, i'm just going to share with listeners that i so you know i'm pretty open with i've come my background is um was christianity and um i i still walk that um and for me it has joined in and incorporated and grown and done whatever morphed evolved into uh that i i welcome other things along with that I, i i feel like I can love Jesus and I can also believe in these other things and 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 be fine with that. But I'm gonna say that now when you first started exploring into all of this stuff and we're friends, and of course you're sharing that with me. Now I shared really openly with you when we first we did we first did Akashic Records, I was like, I don't I don't know what I think about that. I don't know if I believe in reincarnation. I don't know if I even know if it's okay if I do this. And you said, okay, well, we don't have to do it. And I said, no, it's not that I don't want to do it. I'm just trying to process it all. And you were just very so gentle with me and didn't want to disturb any of anything that I might be holding. (laughs) Wait, this is a thing I want to keep holding on to. Don't. (laughs) And, and and I say that because, you know what, there's a whole bunch of people just like me who, um, you know, even in the stuff that I do, it was when I started um, really um, studying and being certified in sound therapies and vibrational therapies and energetic healing and all of that. At first, I was a little bit nervous. Now I can say, for my part of it, I was amazed at how well I could blend and see how they worked together. How it wasn't separate. It 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 didn't need to be. I had I believe I believed previously falsely about being frightened by having anything else join me. Now I'm saying that because I know that some people who who listen. Um, they have similar backgrounds and so um i'm just saying that for me you were so open and so kind and had absolutely no agenda to sh- to do anything other than explore that it was so easy for to me for, for me to go along and explore with you so having said that and now that i've had glorious absolutely yeah. glorious and divine experiences through doing, um, a, having Akashic records read through you and of late, the Galvanic activations, which I would have thought just, Oh, come on, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> and then there I was, there I was having praying first. Okay. If there's anything wrong, please make sure I'm, mean, you know what I mean? That's just honestly where I come from. Right. So I, So tell me, tell us all, those of us who are, I've had Akashic Record readings by you uh, on uh, more than one occasion now, always with beautiful um, results, and I still cannot say that I fully understand it any more than I would say I understand laying on of hands, or prayer, or energy work or sound any of it is it's sometimes beyond our understanding because it's a beautiful um spiritual sacred form of healing i guess i'll just say that and and tell us
0: about it. (laughs) Oh, please. And I'll really listen this time and I'll take notes. (laughs) Oh, dear. Um, Well, first, I want to thank you for being the guinea pig for just about anything I've ever. (laughs) Hey, I I got this. I found out about this new thing. (laughs) Have you got an hour? Yeah. and, And it's for me, it's it's about oneness. I mean, we're all souls. We're all entities. Uh, living a, you know, in in this case, it's we're all spirit having a human experience, um, and sometimes it's uh, it's not pretty. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, we we get here, we don't know what we're doing. We have people telling us what we should be doing all around us, and and things shape us as we, as we go through life and we come in contact with different people. And we learn, I mean, once you've come in contact with someone, you, you can't help but be changed. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like, and you come with a, a Christian background and I come with, you know, a Catholic background and, and yet we're able to find common ground. Mm-hmm. and we've even continued to find common ground as i have sort of drifted away from that experience and become spiritual in a, in um a, in a more natural way i i guess in yeah no in i'd say that reality. too and as i do do my own thing too yes i i get yeah. it yes and i think i mean there's room for for everyone and the energy work itself uh transcends all of that um, and it it it's not about that we have to agree 100%. Um, we all want to be good people. We all yeah. want to be loving people. We all want to be kind people. And how we get there, I don't think it really matters, as long as our intention is to be better people today than we were yesterday. Um and how you get there is is how you get there. I mean, we're all just tripping and fumbling and <laughs> bumping along, um, trying to find our way. Um yes. and in terms of like the Akashic record is just an energetic record of, of your life. Um in the Bible they would they have the book of life. Um and there's other um religions and belief systems that have similar uh, ways of um, communicating that concept. So it's essentially every thought or every action that you've ever had, a, a plan that you make before you you incarnate on on the earth in this these wonderful, movable meat suits that we get <laughs> that allow us to <laughs> experience everything that's here so there are a lot of things that can happen in our lifetime um and if you don't believe in reincarnation that's totally fine if you think this is your first rodeo that's totally fine Uh, but what i have found doing these sessions for people is that it's much more than what we think it is right and there are many more experiences that we have had that that we just don't remember when we incarnate. Um so a lot of people will come and they'll say I have money issues. You know, I just can't seem to get ahead. Um you know I'll just have maybe three four hundred dollars saved and then my tire I get a flat tire and my kid needs new glasses and and there I am not back at square one but even in the minus Uh, category. And I don't understand what it is. And what I have found is that there there can be reasons uh, why that is. And they can be from this lifetime. Um, For an example, it might be just you're driving around town with your parents in the car and you pass the nice section of town with all the big homes. And geez, you know, you hear your mom and dad talking and dad might say, well, I wouldn't want to be rich like that. You have to be a crook or you have to be unkind or, you know, and something like that goes into your psyche and and it it lodges itself there. Um, It could be a past life issue where you were maybe in a religious order and you did take a vow of poverty. Um, We don't, when we pass away, those oaths and vows and commitments don't just disappear. They're still there but we're not necessarily aware of it. Um, so through the Akashic records, you can, you can find these things out and you can go back on a timeline that says, hey, this is the thing that I'm having trouble with. Can you take me to the time where this started? And then we can um, take a look at that mm-hmm. and, and find out that, you know, um, maybe in another lifetime we were really quite wealthy But we use that wealth to subjugate and hurt other people. So we might have gotten to a point at at some time in that lifetime where we've said, well, I'm never going to do that again. I'm not going to have money. I can't handle this responsibility. Right. Um, Now that runs in the background and we're not consciously aware of it but it's like a background operating system on a computer. It's always doing stuff. We just aren't aware of what it is because we're on Facebook scrolling along. So right. we can go back to when that happened and we can um, take a look at it. And we can ask, what can we do to change this? Um, some some oaths, it's, uh, you may um see a bowl in front of you and you may see an oath on a, written on a piece of parchment. Um, and you may just put that in the bowl and, and have it burn away. And that's how it gets released. Um, there's many different ways of doing um, that. Or you can just say, uh, I see a, a contract in front of me and I'm going to mark that complete Um, complete. All the lessons have been learned. I no longer have to deal with this again. And, you know, and that's how that's dealt with. And I have had clients that have come back and said, Hey, you know, we worked on this money thing. And um, I ended up with a a refund check for something that I'd forgotten about. And it was in the mail when I got home that day. Um, And and you might think, Oh yeah, sure, Sheree. (laughs) That, that happens but we have i mean unless you're open to exploring that kind of thing you may never find that out and then you may go your whole life you know always being a dollar short and a day late kind of thing so it's it's interesting to me that we can can deal with that kind of thing um if it's something from this lifetime we can go back and and change that belief so that it doesn't affect you in the same way anymore right so yeah that that part's kind of there's healing that you can do in the akashic records um i have a a friend that does uh and we've done together uh reiki and akashic records at the same time where you open up the akashic record and you do a reiki healing um, while you're in the records and that can include past life things as well and it's pretty pretty fantastic um (laughs) (laughs) like i just find this all fascinating it's like oh i didn't know i could didn't know i could do that i didn't know that was even a thing you know like right it's, it's very fascinating to me um the different um aspects and and how we can deal with them using different modalities um galactic activations are another thing where we uh you know, do a bit of a meditation and then we go up and talk to the Galactic Council and we can ask for healing or we can ask for situations to be resolved. Um, and and that, again, is uh, turning it over to somebody who's got more of a bird's eye view. I mean, when you're in the uh, Akashic Records, for example, that's, they're your Akashic Record Guides They've been your librarians for lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. And they want the best for you. They want what you want for yourself. And they've got all the information, whereas us as human beings are very limited in what we know. Um, so they, they will never do anything that you don't want them to do. And they will never do anything that's not for your highest and best good. So that's um, comforting to a lot of people. Um, and the Galactic Council is um, something new that I've just learned how to do um, but again they have access to so much knowledge that we don't have access to and they know exactly what we need because they're part part of our team that cheers us on right, right. Um, so yeah that part's been, been kind of uh, interesting and and uh, just another aspect of healing that I never really knew was there until I stumbled upon it and, <laughs> and went, hmm, I think I want to learn a little bit about I think that. I'll learn a little bit about that. You, you, what I find is,
1: what I've been finding interesting with like Akashic Records, I'd never heard of Akashic Records before you, right? I didn't even know of that. And um, first of all, it's an ancient thing, not a new thing. So there's So there's that. And then I was amazed at I think I was the last person to know about it when I when I started talking about it, then everyone's like, yeah, everybody else seemed (laughs) to know about this. But me and I thought, here I go living under a rock again. I didn't I, I didn't know about them. And so basically, if just briefly just walk us through a little bit about what it looks like. Um, someone, I mean, I, my experiences are my experiences with you, but I think it'll be best if you just say, so a person you get on a call with a person, and you're going to do Akashic Records with them. Just very briefly, what does it kind of look like? and, And what does a person
0: need to do about that? Or what are they going to do with you? Okay, um, well, first off, we're just gonna talk a little bit about it. Um, a lot of like, as you say, a lot of people haven't really heard about it. So you just kind of explain a little bit about what it is. Now, everyone is different. Uh, some people are very visual, some people just know things, some people uh, hear things. Um, so when we're discussing the kinds of issues that that you want to address during a session, I will sort of get a read on, on what's kind of required so we may start off with just a simple grounding exercise um and then i might take you on a, a meditative guided experience into the uh, akashic records i may just tap into the records and and just give you the information that you need um and it'll all depend on who i'm reading for um I'm trying to think. Now, the the Akashic Records are essentially just a great big library. So uh, what I will tap into that with a prayer that I do. Um, and then uh, I'll just ask. Well, sometimes people say, oh, I don't know, uh, just whatever. And so then I will I'll just ask for them to bring me the book that that um, is most appropriate for today's session. And then we will just, um, sometimes I can see, sometimes I just know. It kind of depends on the person. Um, sometimes we're meeting the Akashic guides in the library, and sometimes we're out in nature, and sometimes we're, you know, just where we are. Uh, it is again, it's, it's a very unique and individual, um, process for me. Um, we work, uh, With my guides, we work with your guides and you may need healing, in which case your healer guides will come in and they will do a healing. And then I will tell you, um, okay, there's Archangel Michael here today. There's Archangel Raphael here today. Um, Archangel Raphael is going to do a a healing on your chakra system. Um, uh, Archangel Michael is cutting some cords to a situation that no longer serve you um, in this lifetime. So again, depending on what you've asked to work with, these things will come up and, and we just, I don't know, you get in the roller coaster and it goes where it goes and we, Ooh, ah, as as we, as we process through, but it's a, it's a very, um, it's a very safe way to explore. Uh, Um, and, and if you're open-minded things can be um quite profound when when you've had a reading with a healing or or just to even just understand you know why um why something is the way it is in your life i worked with one woman that um, was looking for another uh, committed relationship to be in her husband had passed away and she was you know telling me that a lot of the men that come into her life are just basically one night stands and that wasn't something that she wanted to be part of or, right. or partake in right um so when we went into the records we kind of discovered that you know her husband had passed away however the the wedding vows that she that they had made to each other had not had not been completed or or finished. So energetically, you're a married woman and you put off energetically married vibes, much different than the vibes that we put off at 17. <laughs> Ooh, somebody like me, <laughs> you know, the energy is very different. So when you're putting off married vibes, but you're still engaging with single men, um, Right. If the only thing energetically that you have available to give them is a one night stand because you are committed to a relationship. Right. So I said to her, would you be willing to, you know, release yourself from your vow? And she said, no. And I went, okay. So, um, what else can we do here? Well, there wasn't anything that we could do to change the situation she wanted to change because what was required was not something that she was prepared to do. Right, right, right. right. Um, So, and that's that's totally fine. It's your session. (laughs) I don't have a point of view about how it ends. Um, I just want you to get what you want for yourself. So there was that. Um, I've had other sessions where... um, People have declined the offer to be released from what's holding them back um, because they're not uh, they haven't studied it enough or Mm. they're not comfortable letting it go. Um, And it's kind of like, uh, like I says, do, do you when you take the garbage out on garbage day, do you just take the bag out and put it in your bin and then just walk away? Or do you have to stop halfway, open up the garbage bag, and then pick out each individual thing and make sure that's what you want to throw out? And there is no right or wrong. It's just different ways. How do you do it? Yeah, different ways of doing things, right? Um, And sometimes people aren't really cognitively aware of that. So when you bring it to their attention, it presents a possibility for them. And they're free to choose that possibility or not right I, and and when you're saying that you know it's
1: as usual i have 75 things going through <laughs> my mind that's, that's <laughs> how my mind works right but i'm like yes because bottom line is none of us would ever have a problem if we were able to just pick up or put down everything we should for that would serve us the best so right. we all now this this is um maybe a more um It's a word I'm looking for. It's um, it's just maybe a clearer picture or a or a more definitive way of the person actually declining to because you know what I'm thinking about my own self, right? I'm thinking, (laughs) well, I I I say I want to lose weight, but I haven't. So clearly, (laughs) there is something I'm not willing to let go of yet. I just have to that that's if I if I say there's one thing or if I or if I said I wanted to save money or if I said I wanted to travel to a spot, it doesn't matter what it is. Whatever there is that I have decided that I want, yet I'm not attaining. Clearly, I am choosing to hold on or to put down. like I'm holding on to something that isn't serving me. And when you're talking about doing the akashic records with them and walking them through that, if uh, the person who i just would love to hear if there was ever any resolution with the woman with the with the vows, but there was there was um, for a person who says, yeah, no, I'm not ready to do that, which is okay because I can totally understand that that might be really hard to do that, or a person who's not willing to let go of this certain thing. But the way you're doing it, we would be required to actually look at the thing and actually decline letting it go. That's that's a how they say it, a whole nother level, like that, of, of, of a reality check. Yeah, and there the is no right or wrong. Check. Yeah, yes. there is no right
0: or wrong. Not and a it's... right or wrong, but a reality check. Yeah, and you may not be willing to let that go today, but maybe... Right. In a couple months, you might be. Um, maybe yes. you wake up tomorrow morning and go, gosh, I should have done that. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, well, I think what the invitation is, and, and that's the word I'm going to use
1: for this. I think the invitation is is to take a look at it. Because maybe right now I'm not ready or not willing or not able or, the, you know, fill in whatever word might go there. And that's okay. But even in recognizing or choosing to um not do it that's gonna be a shift because now i'm going to have to walk out the next days or hours weeks months years even whatever it is knowing that i chose not to and that in itself could be the catalyst that creates the desire and um the willingness to make that commitment to myself just by doing that so that I just that's what came to me when you said that that how powerful that could be and maybe even especially for the person who chose not to at that time because they know they chose not to and so there's going to be that period of time where they like you said wake up the next day or the next week or whatever and go wait I should have done this well that's okay
0: you can do that now yeah exactly exactly it's, it's never too late to make another choice. Right. Ever. ever. So, you know, and, and if it, if it doesn't, if it doesn't feel right to you, there's a reason why it doesn't feel right to you. And there's maybe something more that you need to explore with that. And then you need the time and space to be able to do that. Um, yeah. there are some people that you, I can't even finish my sentence. They're like, yep,
1: is <laughs> <It's> gone.
0: <laughs> I'm done. You know? Um, and then there's everything in between and again it's it's your journey, your walk on this path and I mean i I'll, I'll walk with you for a time and we'll we'll try to to do as much as we can um, but it again it's it's a free will universe and if you're not ready, then you're not ready and that's totally okay. We can work on something else, but at least then you're aware that you're attracting Mm. what you're attracting because of that right and you know and then you then maybe it's then easier to 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 take too like oh okay well here i am with no money again because i didn't want to get rid of that vow right you know and and then at some point you you have to evaluate like how's that working for you honey like yes that's right you know are you ready to change that yet And if you're not, that's okay too. And if you are, well, you know where I am. So exactly. And then at one point, the fear of change is
1: outweighed by the fear of not changing. Yeah, I mean, basically, that's that's kind of as a girl who has not always been a fan of change. oh say it isn't so um but but, <laughs> but i can see that 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 how that can work and it's really amazing and here's another thing i'm going to say because we're getting again close to the end of our time here what what's amazing when someone contacts you when i contact you and lord knows i do that quite often but when someone <laughs> contacts you it's sort of like um if you you come to if you if you I ha- Okay, I'm going to say this. I have a person that I've dealt with for many years, and he, um, his education, he was a, a pharmacist. We're talking Jerry now, right? Pharmacist yep. who was trained in homeopathic medicine and also um, Chinese medicine. And then he went on to get his PhD in restorative medicine. So um, when you went to go see that person, it doesn't matter which of those modalities you went to see, you automatically got all of that. So if I went to him... Um, for uh, a homeopathic thing. I also had the restorative medicine guy and the Chinese medicine guy and the and the pharmacist. I was seeing all those people because he had all of those. Why I'm saying this is that when someone comes to see you, whether that's um, in person or mostly these days, it's going to be um, through Zoom or or whatever else that they use to contact you through, they're, when they come to see you, they're saying, You are automatically, if they come for Akashic Records, you're still the Reiki person, and you're still the energetic healer, and you're still the angel card reader, and you're still the access consciousness, Mars, and body process, and you're still the galactic activation person. Like, you have all those things. So, when we study many things, what's wonderful about that is that's just now how we process and how we see the world. So what I'm going to really encourage people is that whatever it is that um, you might be curious about or um, uh, healing you want in your area or part of me in your lives or certain areas that you would like to get more information or healing from. This is why someone who is like you, a curious person, a curious person never is really satisfied with taking that one course and and doing that one thing, because you're always going to be reading and studying and learning and expanding and evolving. So I would really recommend to people again, there's going to be lots of ways I'm going to be sharing with you of how to contact Sheri and, um, you know, whether that's through Facebook or to, uh, whatever ways that that we're going to have here for you to contact her. Um, to remember that, that that that's one of the things that you bring that you bring with you to any um, session that you're having with a client is if they're going to do an angel card reading, you're still going to have all those other things that you're bringing. And that's what, that's
0: what makes you so fabulous. My darling. <laughs> yeah. Once you know, you can't not know. Um, yes. But if you do come to me for a Reiki session, you're going to get a Reiki session. Right. Um, you know, if you do come to me to have your bars run, um, you're going to get your bars run. Um, it's it's all what the client desires, right? Oh, if, okay. If so
1: thank you for that. Thank you for that clarification. I guess what I was thinking is you have that knowledge with you, but you're not going to cross over in what you're doing without their permission or their request. Got it. Yeah. Ah, because we know that I have that experience once, right? Yeah. I, w- I was having a massage, and in the middle of the massage, I didn't even know anything about, this was many years ago, I didn't know anything. I just felt energetically a shift. And after the session, I said to her at this certain time, something happened, something changed. And she smiled. She was very proud of herself. She said, yes, I started to do Reiki on you. And I I was, yes. I was, I was quite taken back. I, you didn't ask me permission. You never said yes. anything to me. You just switched what was happening. I felt something different because I'm a sensitive little monkey. But um, <laughs> so thank you for that clarification. That that's yeah. that's really that's important. Thank you for that. And I, uh, my apologies if I misspoke. I guess what I was thinking was that you bring all of this knowledge, but that doesn't mean that you are going to just start sliding in between the two and just do whatever you want with the person.
0: No, if I'm getting information, uh, for example, if I'm doing a card reading, and I'll say, you know, um, archangel. Uh, Raphael has just showed up, and he's asking to recalibrate your chakras. For example, Um, would that be okay? Because it's your session. You've you've decided that that's what you want, and it's not up to me to not give you what you've asked for. I I always feel that. I mean, I'll give you the option because I can't. I can't stop. When they show up, they show up, and all I can do is say, "Hey, (laughs) we got company." he'd like to, know or they'd like to right. do this, like, are you okay with that? Right. And if you're okay with that, great. And if you're not, then I'll just say, I'm sorry, you're going to have to come back another time. Um, because it's, it's not okay. And, and, you know, a lot, there are some people that, that don't respect those boundaries, but I'm not one of them. Right. Um, it's your session when you've when I go and I purchase an orange, I don't want to peel it and see an apple. Like that—that right. <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. So it's and a the store says, but apples are nice. Yeah, <laughs> they are, and they are, but not when I'm expecting an orange. <laughs> yes. No,
1: that's yeah. great. And I, again, I'm just—I'm very grateful that you clarified because um, I didn't. Yeah. That—that's beautiful, and that's—and that's once again who you are.
0: Yeah. God, I love yeah. you. I really yeah, love, I love you, man. too,
1: man. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much again for um, sharing the wonder that is you and uh, a little bit more about the things that that you do and that that you've explored and and what you have to offer people. Um,
0: I really appreciate you and I appreciate your time. I appreciate you and I'm so grateful that you asked me. I love talking to you. (laughs) I know it's so fun.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, again, this is Allie. This is Find Your Joy. Uh, there will be ways um, I will have in the in the show notes. I'll have ways that you can contact Shree for yourself and um, get one or all of her uh, of the <laughs> magical, wonderful things that she does. For now, thanks very much. Be well and know that you are loved. Take good care.